0: Hey guys, it's 2 a.m. and we've got some thoughts. Let's dive in.
1: Uh. (laughs) Mm. Okay. (laughs) No one on the pod wanted to rap with me. I think that's pretty lame. Don't you agree? So I'ma spend the next minute or so spitting a beat, giving the fans a little fun treat. This is a one-time show, so sit back and relax, cause here it goes. (laughs) Let's start with Chrissy, the chick from New Jersey. I heard from a little birdie. Not to ask her about the Jersey Shore, but hey, she likes to shake her ass on the dance floor. She's still mad Nick Jonas is a taken man. Sure Chopra's pretty, but she's pretty bland. Let's talk about her obsession with teen shows. Ask her about Joshua Bassett. Oops, you've been exposed. I better watch out in case her Scorpio moon comes out. But here's a secret she's been trying to keep that still keeps her up at night when she's trying to sleep. She used to call herself little gangster. Ooh, gotta switch my target before I experience her anger. Uh. Then there's Ray, oh where should I begin? Out of us all, oh, he's the most comfortable in his own skin. He works in a school, but can act like such a fool. When he hits the bars, he gets kicked out for being such a star. Uh, still believe astrology is fiction, but I beg to differ. His double Aries is a bit of a trigger. Loves to yell at Chrissy about holding him back, and he thinks Mickey Mouse is a snack. <laughs> I'm used to Ray tuning us all out. Wish we could do the same when he gets blackout. Oh <laughs> Julia, oh Julia, where do I start? I'm a bit nervous because of your link to the dark arts. <laughs> I've never met such an attention seeker or such a slow and loud speaker. She always has an anecdote, and she's the only one I know who's milked a goat. <laughs> She likes well-executed trash, that's why every guy at Ralph's checks out her ass. But <laughs> please, never ask her to dance, it's pretty unnerving at first glance. There's no doubt she's cursed, she's also the worst, every week we gotta edit her out of the pod. Screw it, you know what, let's just kick her out of the squad! I'm taking applications starting today, but I doubt it'll make her go away. Ah. Uh. Got to wrap this up because I spent too much time on this. Hope I keep my <laughs> friends after this diss. Thanks for listening to 2AM. And if we're lucky, we'll see you again.
2: In today's episode, we will be kicking it off with a review of the live action Mulan movie. Then Julia will stand by her hatred for the show Friends and stand by Your man followed by Rayleigh's review of our Labor Day weekend trip to Sequoia. And we'll finish it off strong with a story time of our trip to Sequoia.
0: We're going to kick off the podcast episode with Are You Not Entertained?
2: Are Are You you Not not entertained?
0: Entertained? And on this week's Are You Not Entertained segment, we're going to be talking about Mulan that recently dropped on Disney+. Plus. You had to pay a premium subscription fee of $30 to be able to access this movie as part of Disney's new strategy because unfortunately due to COVID, this movie was never able to be in theaters. And there's been a lot of mixed reviews about this movie so far. Some of the controversies that people have been noting is that the director, all the producers, the writers, They're all white, and there wasn't a single Chinese person that advised on this film, which was a huge problem in terms of representation behind the camera. And then the other thing that people were citing was the main actors in this film are supportive of the Hong Kong police, and if you've been keeping up with what's going on in China, Hong Kong is fighting right now for its independence to continue to be independent from China. So there's a lot of political unrest going on right now in that city, and so there's a lot of people that feel like these actors themselves are not representative of China and the China that they know to be. Personally, controversy aside, we didn't like this movie at all. We had a hard time watching it because it was so
2: different from the 90s animated movie that was already such an amazing film. To get into some specifics about it, the changes that they decided to make were very minimal and it almost seemed like they were just doing it for the sake of being different. For example, instead of Mulan having a grandma, she had a sister instead of it being a lucky cricket it was a spider you instead of a dragon it was a phoenix instead of li shang being her love interest it was some random guy that was also in the military chrissy actually brought this up there was a rule in
0: china where you were only allowed to have one daughter so even introducing a sister isn't even culturally correct so i think the director and everybody who was on board wanted to make this movie more of a cultural representation of china but that wasn't the case So in addition to all of the characters kind of slightly changing in a way, there was no music. Not even the instrumental versions of the songs from the original film. And this is unfortunate because those songs were bops. I'll Make a Man Out of You is still one of my favorite songs. So it was just a very huge disappointment that it wasn't included at
2: all. Not even in the credits. Yeah, I feel like they did such a disservice to not include the music because... I understand not wanting to be exactly the same as the animated version since a lot of the other live action movies have gotten a lot of backlash for trying to copy it and not doing it justice, but I feel like in this case they really should have played up the musical factor of this movie because that is part of the magic of the film And I understand not wanting people to be breaking out into song, but you could have at the very least done instrumentals, like Adriana said, and that would have definitely added a nice element. The other thing we wanted to bring
0: up was they added this female witch character, and I think what they were trying to do was introduce another badass female that Mulan could look up to, but she just came off as kind of a weak character to me, and they tried to introduce Chi and magical powers with this witch character so that Mulan could figure out how to access her own chi And it was just so random because what was so cool about the animated version was she basically learned everything in the army and learned how to be a badass. And in this one it was kind of cheating because she just had magical powers so she was automatically better than everybody else.
2: I don't know why they decided to add that in but they felt it was necessary to differentiate from the original movie. So
0: in addition to that no one was really good at acting except for the main lead and the special effects were so bad that Ray actually left the room two minutes in (laughs) because he was already annoyed. And the only thing that we actually liked about the movie was the scenery. Mm -hmm. China looked really cool and the costumes and makeup and everything was pretty sick, but that was the
2: only thing. And I will preface this with, we actually went into watching this movie with a pretty open mind because we thought the trailer and marketing was really good. So we actually weren't hating on it and we were hoping that it would be a good... Different version of the Mulan story, but it was absolute trash. It was not good. We didn't really like a single thing about the movie except for the scenery, like Adriana said, and even that was like not enough for me to want to watch it again. Or if I could go back in time, I kind of wish I just like didn't watch it
0: to be honest. Like
2: it wasn't even worth it to me.
0: So if we had to rate this on a scale of dishonor to your family to hell yeah, let's go save China, Mm -hmm. what would you rate it? You
2: lost like your whole village. (laughs)
0: Not even the disgrace to your family.
1: Yeah. Everyone
2: just gets murdered. She's banned from the village.
1: Exiled. Yeah. Executed.
2: And so there you have it. That's that's that for this movie. So now we're going to get into Stand By Your Man. is going to be standing by her hatred for the show Friends. Hate is not a strong enough word for my feeling about this show. (laughs) And this
3: came up because when we were in the Sequoia this weekend, we had our hotel room with two TVs was the whole situation. (laughs) A living room if you will. And suddenly I look up and Friends is on TV and I hate it. (laughs) And instead of, you know, handling it like an adult and just sitting there (laughs) I uh, left the room. I turned on the other TV because I would rather watch the Scientology channel, which (laughs) that's neither here nor there. I would always rather watch that. So yeah, let's get into what I hate about Friends. Friends, I think, is one of those shows that's good at the time in like the late 90s and I... Do not think it has a place in <laughs> television culture today. I mean, it was on a lot as I was growing up. Every single line needs to be overdone. It's very, very sitcommy. The laugh track is so excessive. A lot of their jokes now are really out of touch and did not age well. Like I know the Monica fat jokes, for example, and to be fair, no show in the 90s was, you know, very diverse. <laughs> I know that makes Friends a little bit outdated, too.
2: Okay, that's fair to say that it is pretty outdated, but you are a fan of The Office. I am, yeah. And that arguably is something that wouldn't be okay today either. So how come that's okay to watch now, but Friends is not? Um, because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I think with Friends it comes off as really
3: ingenuine. When you watch it, it's very of that time and it's just odd to me that it's continued to evolve into today's world. I
0: think what you're saying though could be an argument for why people like Friends. It mm-hmm. is a timestamp of the 90s and a lot of people grew up with it. I like watching Malcolm in the middle, and it's such a reflection of Don't 2000. Dare drag
3: Malcolm in the middle I'm down just saying, with rent.
0: But people like watching what they watch when they were younger. So the 90s was such a good time for people so, that they like friends. Yeah, so
3: I can see it if they're watching it from like, oh, I used to love a show. But people who were just like, oh, I never watched it and I watched it later and it was hilarious, I'm just like, excuse me.
0: Okay, I was one of those excuse? people. Oh, I'm adding you. Yeah. Okay, I'll <laughs> tell you. So here's my experience with friends. I watched the pilot maybe five years ago and I thought it was so unfunny mm-hmm. and I couldn't get past I hated it. I thought it was really dumb, but I will say everybody in my office when I started working kept telling me oh are you a monica or phoebe oh, or rachel yeah. and i was like i don't oh, know what you're talking about <laughs> so i had to go back and watch it because i felt out of touch i didn't know what anyone was talking about so i pulled through and i got past season one which was a little janky and i ended up really liking it and i think it's one of those shows where you have to get to know the characters it is really cheesy i'll give it to you yeah i don't think it's funny per se i just think it's cute everything you you're saying is right But I think people like that about the show. Yeah, people just like the it's cheesy, but it's kind of campy and like it's a feel good. So when you're kind of depressed, yeah, it's kind of cool to see Chandler making weird jokes on the sitcom stage. Not
3: cool. There's been so many friends' jokes. Loose acquaintances will say, "Oh, it's like pivot, Uh, like whatever." I know. I talk about this all the time. At the time, I got a spray tan for a wedding. I was going to, it. I don't know how many co-workers were like, oh, have you seen that episode with Ross? And he goes into that, and I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> Somebody had the audacity to pull it up on YouTube, just in case I didn't know what they were And I'm like, no, no. I get the reference. I just hate it. (laughs) And
2: for the record, now I hate you. Wow. So my question to you is, do you think a part of the reason why you don't like it too is because you don't like things that are overhyped? Like, do you think if not that many people were into it and it was more of a niche audience, you wouldn't be as mad about it?
3: Um, I am more heated about it because it's so beloved in society and I don't understand it. I still wouldn't like it. Like I wouldn't be as heated, but I would still be like, God, that show
2: sucks. So the reason your hatred is to this extent is because of how much people love it so much and you don't think it deserves that praise. Oh yes and people like melted down when it was coming off of
3: Netflix and I was just like who cares why is this a conversation we're having?
2: That's actually really
0: funny because I was struggling (laughs) to get through it before Netflix brought it down I was like oh god I have four (laughs) seasons to get through. But Friends is universally loved by a lot of people because I even remember when I was visiting my friend in England reruns of Friends were on all the time and everybody there was obsessed with mm-hmm.
4: it. I had a French friend that only spoke French and then he learned English from watching Friends. Ooh. Which I thought was kind of cool. I've heard that
2: a lot. That's yeah. actually really cool. Mm-hmm.
4: He had to learn English from Ross Geller. <laughs> yes. Ugh.
0: I will, I'll, I'll give it Ugh. to you. I think Ross Geller is really annoying. I'm going to say I mean, say to be it. fair, I don't think anybody likes
2: Ross. He's yeah. definitely the most hated oh. character. Yeah. And He's Bebe so annoying.
3: is so annoying because <gasps> they make her so dumb. Oh. And like, they go out of that's way. That's funny you say that because
2: I would compare you most to Phoebe. Yeah, I would
3: too. Oh, I know. And people have also told me that all <laughs> the time. Shocker. But here's the thing. Phoebe's just like becomes like the dumb blonde stereotype and she's just like, Ray just what? pointed at Julia. Listen. Listen.
0: But if you were one of them, you would definitely be Phoebe. <laughs> Chrissy's definitely Monica and I'm probably Rachel. I, and I think Ray could maybe oh, be a Joey. I would yeah. like to
3: be excluded from this narrative. No, you're, you're Phoebe. I'm, the show just has like a really cool janitor or something like oh what's that?
0: the name of the coffee shop owner gunther gunther oh my god gunther yes julia's definitely gunther yeah. just like kind of the creed of friends <laughs> <laughs>
2: and to close
3: this out we actually did an instagram story poll so i feel very validated even though it's pretty evenly split we got 57 saying the show is trash and 43 percent who like it for whatever reason that may be. So I will continue to stand by my man and keep hating on friends.
0: Now we're going to move on to Ray Leaves Reviews. And this week he's going to leave a review on our Sequoia trip.
4: This is the too long, didn't listen review. It was horrible. So if you want to hear why it was horrible, keep listening and don't skip this part. But basically Sequoia... In my perspective, there were, there were too many trees everywhere. <laughs> we drive to one parking lot to see this one red tree. We drive to another part of the park, and we see like a burnt down tree. <laughs> and we go to a different area, and there's like a fallen tree. <laughs> we did a lot of driving just to see different trees that we could have probably seen in our backyards.
3: <laughs> Definitely could not have. No.
4: <laughs> one of the reasons why I didn't like this trip was that... <laughs> because we are here during Labor Day weekend and everybody just decides to bring their whole families to this park. So finding parking was hard. People weren't wearing masks. It just felt like a zoo. (laughs) So we went to this tree called the Sherman tree because it was the biggest tree by volume. And then when we get there, guess what? It looks like a regular tree to me. (laughs) We didn't even go all the way. We saw that tree, and then we just walked back because there was nothing magical about this tree. (laughs) What was kind of cool about Sequoia was this landmark tree called the Tunnel Tree, which is basically a fallen tree, and then someone couldn't get it off the road. So they decided to cut a hole in the tree so then people could drive through it. And it's cool to see it for like two seconds, but it's nothing great. (laughs) One thing that did kind of save Sequoia were when we walked to the meadows, which is like a very remote area. So it felt kind of cool that we were like actually in nature, there weren't people around. Another good part about that was that there weren't any sequoia trees there. Wow. (laughs) There were actually like different plants and we saw a squirrel and a (laughs) fat groundhog. (laughs) But there was this tree there called the chimney tree and you could walk in it because it's all hollowed out and then you could look up and see the sky but... In my review, I think it kind of blocked my view of the sky <laughs> when we went inside the chimney tree. So part of Sequoia National Park, there's an adjacent park next to it that not a lot of people know about it. It's actually called King's Canyon. There are mountains, there's a riverbank. What was kind of cool is that there's actually a spurting like waterfall which people could jump in. We saw a pastor dunking people and <laughs> baptizing them. Definitely check out King's Canyon if you guys get a chance. Skip Sequoia. Don't recommend it. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's a good park to go once and say that you did it. Otherwise, I would recommend saving $35 and... Spending your money on something better, like, I don't know, watching Mulan or something. Wow.
1: Whoa. Can I just okay.
3: say, you said, oh, I would pay 35 for King's Canyon. Yeah. I would pay 70 for King's for Canyon. For King's
4: Canyon, yeah, just not Sequoia. <laughs> so my final review of Sequoia National Park, I give it two trees down.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> incredible. <laughs>
0: Alright, now we're gonna do story time with Weona, and today's story, we're gonna talk about our Labor Day weekend trip that we all took together. So we road-tripped to go see the Sequoia National Park and also Kings Canyon, which is right next door. When we finally get to Sequoia, it was really cool seeing the trees because all of us have talked about seeing them for a while, The trees were really cool to look at, but they all kind of look the same after a while. But pro tip, we did go see the tunnel log that Ray briefly mentioned. And that was cool, but it is a little overhyped with all the cars. So our recommendation is if you do go, you should just
2: go on foot and explore because the lines were crazy. It, we went from that to finishing off with the Sherman tree. There were so many people there, like flocks.
0: With zero spatial awareness. Yeah. And just people breathing really heavily because you have to walk a lot of stairs. And it's like, thank you for your COVID, <laughs> sir. Like, I have Those it guys that
3: got on either side of the yes. stairs and were like, <sighs> Literally
0: breathing yeah. on All people. Masculine It gave me anxiety, honestly. You know. So that's how we spent our first day. And then the next day, we went to Kings Canyon, which is actually adjacent to Sequoia. When we were there, we got to explore another meadow. It was really, really pretty. Again, we had to deal with kind of annoying people. And specifically, there was this one family that had absolute no social slash spatial awareness whatsoever.
4: Three people in this family were just standing there taking pictures, doing selfies on their GoPro. And we're waiting behind them. So we're waiting patiently for about like a minute. (laughs) And then a minute and one second later, I got mad and frustrated because they were still taking pictures and reviewing the video that they captured. So so I just got super angry at them. And then at one point, I think they felt my frustration. And then the guy was nice enough to ask, oh, sorry, like, did you guys want to take our spot? And I kindly said, yes, we have been waiting to take your spot.
0: Kindly. So after we got over that annoying family situation, We went to go see the Roaring River Falls. There were a lot of people there, so (laughs) that part wasn't great. Maskless, maskless people. But we did get to see a couple of baptisms, which was
2: kind (laughs) of interesting. Yeah, it was really pretty, and you know, just added bonus that we got to see some WAP worship and prayer. Ah ha
0: ha! Raise new phrase. But we actually would recommend Kings Canyon over Sequoia. Like oh, you should anything. definitely see Sequoia, but Kings Canyon is a lot more scenic and pretty if you're looking for those cool views. But the thing that we want to talk about the most and really do a deep dive into is the lovely town that we stayed in, Vasalia. <laughs> this town was super trashy. There weren't that many people, but when there were people, <laughs> they were so strange. Bray said, why aren't any of these people wearing clothes? They're all naked. <laughs> we stayed at the comfort suites.
4: The comfort suites that we stayed in was anything but comfort. It was more <laughs> like uncomfortable suites. Wow.
0: So when we were in our actual hotel room, there were a lot of people stomping upstairs. So you heard a lot of noises in general. The walls were really thin. Even our bathroom, whenever you flush the toilet, everybody could hear it. There was this weird, mysterious red stain on the ground. <laughs> And to even get to our hotel room, the elevator was super, super creaky. And we tried to use the stairs at one point because we were tired of using that elevator. And we asked the security guard where the stairs were, and he told us that the stairs only go down. And I thought he was kidding. But uh, we actually tried to find the stairs by our hotel room, and
2: it's true, the stairs only go down. <laughs> so then, since we're in this town for the weekend, we decide, sure, let's go to some local places to eat. We decided to start it off by eating ordering some calamari as an appetizer for the table. And once it arrived, it definitely didn't look anything like calamari. I don't know if any of you guys know what tripe is, but it's stomach lining of a pig, I think. That texture, that chewy texture, that's how it tasted to me. So honestly, it could have been tripe. I'm so glad you said that after I ate
4: it because I might have thrown (laughs) up.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I actually like
4: tripe. But I wouldn't eat those calamars ever again.
2: <laughs> wow, that's saying a lot. You'd rather eat stomach lining oh. than eat calamari, quote unquote. Yeah, that, there's no way that was squid. Best part of my food was the french
3: fries. Yeah, I had fries on my plate as well. But what was on top of them? The chicken strips. <laughs> I mean, I've never had something that's so fried and also so unsalted. <laughs> like, how was it? Like, the batter was so thick and, like, just no taste.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if you could call that chicken. It was bad. (laughs) And Ray had a burger, but we didn't even find out till later how disappointed he was. (laughs) But usually Ray finishes all of his food and he couldn't even do that. But we all got beers and the beers were so
2: bad too. It almost tasted like expired beer. I don't know if you guys have ever had beer that was expired from like a keg. That's what it tastes like. It's so nasty. And the best part about this is despite our review... On Yelp, the locals of Visalia think that this is worth four stars.
4: And the waitress asked us if we wanted dessert. <laughs> I was like, no, just a check. Take your credit card now. Oh
2: yeah, Ray was, Ray was so over it by the end that when we said just the check, she was walking away to go get the check for us. And Ray goes, you can just take my card now.
3: was <laughs> like, I don't need to see the bill. I'd
2: rather forget I was here.
3: Yeah.
0: So after eating that amazing food, we moved on to a brewery and this is a great place to people watch.
3: I mean, the accessorizing was everything to me because like, you guys know, I'm from the South, but like I say, I was like, no, this is upsetting to me in particular because I feel like people in small towns I'm used to just don't care. And what was upsetting is these people cared. Like they put in the attention to detail to their Saturday night at the brewery outfit. So it was like, you know, the denim skirt and the flip-flops with the rhinestones, the straw hats, the men in their little like, short sleeve button-up Tommy Bahama knockoff vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just printed cargo shorts all over the place. Ugh. At least these people had on clothes, but...
0: So we didn't even finish our beers and we went back to our hotel room to just hang out and decided to explore Vesalia in a different way. Through the Tinder app. So we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, and we're definitely going to do a deeper dive in the coming weeks. But our family started a Tinder profile for Julia. It
3: started off as a joke. In June and now here we are in September and now we're using it in Visalia <laughs>
2: it's our it's our quarantine side hustle as I like to call it yeah we run a business mm-hmm.
0: and our business is using Julia's pictures to talk to <laughs> the weirdest of people in not only LA but now Visalia and Visalia's men are just prime prime specimen of the male species
3: get it slim pickings out there but I mean we (laughs) dedicated probably only 20 minutes to this tinder session when usually we spend hours (laughs) and the content we got is enough to last us for we're good for a while we'll dive more into my um tinder account and just how badly you guys are pimping me out (laughs) next
2: week so the most redeeming part of Visalia was their fast food chains we actually did a little fast food haul our last night Mm -hmm. there we stopped by KFC, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell. You don't understand how lower expectations were at this point because we had had all that mystery meat the night prior. <laughs> so we were just so excited all day to get this fast food. And when we ate it, it was just immaculate. It was the best thing oh that gosh. we've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. All this to say, it was quite a trip for us, and it's a Labor Day that we'll never forget. And I think, you know, we definitely, for the most part, did enjoy the parks. But yeah, Town of Visalia, don't recommend. And because of that, I don't think we're ever going to go back. We definitely all are very humbled by this experience together, and we never want to leave LA. We love it here.
4: LA's been good to us. I feel like Dorothy, like, there's no place like home. <laughs> if you don't understand that reference, you should not be listening to this podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Savage. Okay.
1: I okay.
4: mean, true, but damn.
2: Yeah. So that's all we got for this episode of 2AM Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.